0: I've spent the last year putting the pieces of my life back together after I lost everything in my six-figure marketing business. So yeah, I loved that agency. And now I'm taking my decade plus of traditional marketing experience, combining it with the latest online marketing techniques and starting again from scratch. The question is, how will I do it with the new challenges like cash flow, debt, and no team? This podcast is here to give you the answer. So join me and follow along as I apply and share marketing strategies to grow my online business using only the simplest, most uncomplicated methods. My name is Samantha Gooden, and welcome to Marketing Launch Radio. Hello, 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 and welcome to Marketing Launch Radio. I'm Samantha Gooden, and today I'm joined by Carrie Thomas. Now, this is so amazing, right? Um, if if ever there was a story that told how you can forge relationships in the online space and move the relationship from you know just an amazing kind of sisterhood into mentorship and coaching and also finding, you know, partnership. That's what this relationship is. I'm so happy to just have seen the way you've blossomed and grown and to introduce you to the family here at Marketing Launch Secrets. Like I'm so excited to talk to you today because
1: we get to talk about some of our other stuff, (laughs) right? (laughs) I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Like this is, It's an honor for me to be here. Thank you so much for asking me to come on. I appreciate it so much.
0: Oh my God! Yes, 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 (laughs) yes, yes. yes. Carrie, listen, you have spent a great deal of your career in corporate America working on brand development in one of the largest food chain brands, literally in the United States,
1: right? Yes. Yes. So I I was um, I worked for Subway corporate.
0: Yeah, and so like it's amazing. Just so many things have happened. In the in the like just the last few months between how you've shifted and grown the way you decided to expand your entrepreneurship and everything so let's start from the let's start from the beginning <laughs> or at least close to the beginning I remember looking on my phone getting a messenger message from someone who told me Hey I'm Carrie and I saw your interview in the One Funnel Away Shane Larson had interviewed me and then you reached out to me
1: What made you reach out and what was it like inside of One Funnel Away for you So it was so crazy because I was I was actually behind that day, so I was you know how you always want to like go in and like try to read the whole feed. So I'm like reading the feed, and I was like, oh, it's an interview. Oh, she seems so happy. So I go in there and like your energy was everything. And I was like, I told my husband, I was like, oh my gosh, she could still be my friend. And like I like took he was like, who I was like, she could be my friend. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna shoot my shot. And just hope this would be my friend. <laughs> <laughs> so I mess up. i like, hi. Um, I just want to let you know that you're amazing. I loved your interview. Um, I would love to connect with you. Just let me know. <laughs> Oh my God, that was so
0: cool. Because within a really short space of time we had connected. We were already doing like we were having calls every single day because we every were day doing at 4 a.m. Yeah, because we needed to connect before you went to work, also because I'm a super, super duper morning person. You were always just so game. What has caused you to go on this personal development journey and grow in the online space?
1: Um, well, so for me, it was a mix of a dream that I always had, and then um, actually a little bit of a traumatic experience. Okay. So I've always wanted to go into entrepreneurship, but it was always something the me back because a lot of times, corporate America is is comfortable, like. You know, you get it, especially when you're a salary. you get the same paycheck every week and it's it's easy. You do your job, you get paid. There's no, there's no real risk factor that goes involved in it except like just make sure you do your job. Um, and online space is different. Cause you know, every choice that you make plays a huge part in what, what's going to go on in your business. Yeah. And my father paid, passed away in March of last year of 2019 and That was really like the thing that kind of pushed me. I was like, my dad has always been... Super focused, super determined to do anything that he wanted in his life. He had his first um set. Of, he had his first house at 18 years old. Um, he had like he was up to five houses by the time he was 21. And I was like, I want to be like my dad. I want to push for it. I want to be just like my father. And I want to follow his footsteps. And I knew that entrepreneurship was the only way for me to do it. Wow. So I literally just went in there and I just started pushing. I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do. I had an idea of what I was good at, but I didn't. I wasn't sure what my direction was.
0: So entrepreneurship for you was this aspiration also just to shift your life. So how did you know that you wanted to be involved in the ClickFunnels world or ultimately in design? Because you actually do funnel design, funnel building, design, and brand strategy.
1: Mm -hmm. So I've always, I've, I've been in branding for a long time. I've been brand ambassadors, helping people kind of make sure their brand is like uplifted in the corporate world. And I've always been super creative. Um, but when I got into this business, it was it, it was crazy. It actually happened by luck. It was July, and there was a National Achievers Conference in July twenty nineteen of twenty
0: nineteen. Okay, Russell
1: Bronson, 2019.
0: 2019. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Russell Bronson um, was there. He was actually presenting at the um, National ah. Con- yeah at the National Achievers Convention. So I was in there, and I was like, "Who is this guy?" I was like, "He's so hyper. I love hyper." <laughs> so,
0: like, because so Russell much. talks at a thousand miles an hour. Yes, and yeah, I,
1: I was. I was like, I love it. I was like, who is he? So I'm like asking, them, I was like, do you know about ClickFunnels? Do you know about it? And they were like, Um, I think it's just like, it's, it's like a landing page. Like, it's easy. And I'm like, no, it's something more to this. it got to be something more to this. Like, it's something more to this. So, like, I started researching and I signed up. And that's when I signed up for um The One phone Away. And I just dove in. And I just really, like, since then, I was just starting each and, like, kind of just, like, honing in on exactly, like, what my skill was going to be and what I'm really good at. Because before, I want to do everything but I knew what I was good at, but I was like, I'm going to do everything because this is a digital market age. I want to do it all. Yeah. And I'm like, no, I'm just going to focus in on what I enjoy doing and what I know that I can offer my customers.
0: And I think that's kind of very close to where we connected. Russell, Russell did the same thing for me. Russell kind of stole my heart the moment I heard him tell his funnel hacking live. I think that was 2017 story. It's either 2017 or 2018 where he told the way that he lost everything And he was one funnel away from turning things around. And I said, if he can do that, I could do that. And ultimately, when I came in just to creating it, it was about me creating some kind of expert space so that I could just make money to eat. Right. That was that was essentially it. It wound up turning into marketing launch secrets and the rest is history. So, you know, you have you kind of came in, you and I started connecting more, more and more online. I mean, we hit it off almost from the start. And then you came into Marketing Launch Secrets, I think about round three, right? So we're about to do round five, about round three. And you had such phenomenal energy. You were helping everybody, you were sharing your expertise, and you were applying what you learned. And I have to say, I'm so proud of you because within that very first one you had already signed so you signed your largest client to that point I mean you've done that several times over <laughs> since we've been in our coaching relationship but you've just you consistently put yourself out there like you you, you applied the material so where do you get that kind of drive and that work ethic from
1: um, my dad, my parents, um, my dad was in the military for 26 years and he used to always say, like, if you don't go for something hundred percent, you, it's no reason for you to go for it. And even like reading the books about Russell and what people would say, if you follow what he says, it works, but it's when you try to tweak it and do what you, what you want to do is when things don't work. Mm-hmm. So when Russell said, Hey, try to publish every day. Hey, make sure that you're, you're commenting and having a dream 100. I was like, okay, I need a Dream 100. Let me, let me write some names down. I was like, oh, Cemento, be my perfect Dream 100. So, like,
0: <laughs> and I mean, what well, it's been so, oh, God, Carrie, it's so true. And I want to talk a little bit about Dream 100 and the power of the Dream 100 right here. Because for those of you who don't know, the Dream 100 literally is your ideal dream. 100 individuals that you either want to associate with whose community you want to be a part of who you think are doing what you want to do and ultimately you know being within their community or even um let's just say hacking or funnel hacking the work that they're doing can actually help you to become even better than you are and i was telling you just before we came live on here that one of the people on my dream 100 list i I have sent out um, a strategy to you and to several others of my clients to say, hey, in this time of global crisis, this is the strategy that I recommend you take. And one person on my Dream 100 list is doing the exact same thing that I recommended to you guys. like, oh, my God. So that's the power of the Dream 100. It's really validating. What about for you? How have you seen that the Dream 100 take place in your life?
1: Um, I would say for me is um, like the – the top person who was the first when I really got into the um, ClickFunnels industry was Julie Stolling. Like, when I saw her stuff, I was like, she's amazing. She has a lot of the same backgrounds that I have. Like, she has a degree in psychology. I have a degree in psychology, and she understands the psychological traits and triggers of the target audience So when it comes to, like, marketing and things like that, and I love that about her. So, when I start seeing the stuff that she was doing... Not even knowing that I was doing the same thing, it was like that validation it was like, okay, check, I'm doing that same thing. And then when we went to SHL, um, Catherine Jones, the way that she was mapping out her, how she does her design hacks it is her layout and her map is the same way I was doing mine. So it's kind of like, okay, I'm I'm doing the right thing. Even going down to the funnel hub of um, the I forgot their names, but they had the funnel hub at SHL. Um, and I was already creating those things for my clients. And I was like, okay, wow, check off. I'm, I'm going in the right direction. I'm doing exact, exactly the right things. And not even knowing because a lot of times in this, in this industry, in the online industry, sometimes you don't know if you're doing the right thing because everybody's doing so much stuff and yeah. doing so much stuff differently. And when I was seeing the people who are great in their field doing the exact same thing that I'm doing, made me feel really confident and made me know that the direction that I'm going is the right direction. And then as long as I stay focused and just really like be very strategic about what I'm doing, I'll be fine.
0: So it's funny that you talk about being strategic in what you're doing and just the exposure. Because we had we had set some milestones um, for you. And one of them was to make sure that you did go to Funnel Hacking Live 2020, right? And at the time, we did that many months before Funnel Hacking Live when it seemed <laughs> as if it was impossible. Like, there, there was no way that it was going to happen. And, and you worked Um, You worked the strategy and you made it happen. But you also have allowed yourself to be really vulnerable in the coaching process. What has that been like for you? Because sometimes, as women, it's hard for us to ask for help. And you are not afraid to do that. Like, sometimes you'll actually blow up my phone about that.
1: Um, (laughs) So. (laughs) Are you (laughs) busy? Quick question. <laughs> 10 minutes,
0: maybe <laughs> 20. <laughs> so, you know, what, what allows you to do that?
1: Um, I would go back to my parents. Like my dad used to always say, you have to keep studying to know more and you only really know what you know. So if you never, so if you only know what you know, and there's somebody else that knows more than you and you don't go get that knowledge, then you're going to be stuck in one point. So, when I meet people, I'm always asking questions, trying to learn more, because that's just going to keep pushing me to a better place, because then I can know what they know. And then now we can maybe learn more together, and then we can bring somebody else, and then we can learn what they know. So then we just keep building on our skills, and we're learning more. So now that in in less than a year, I I feel like I'm in a really, really great place. And it's because of me coaching and trying to get to know people and learning more, learning what they know. Yeah, Because like that's what coaching is is learning with somebody else to know because you didn't know it.
0: And also, you know, coaching actually helps you to save time uh, because you're learning from the person's experience or they are helping you to think through the things in a completely different way. So, for you if I look at it, um, you want you came back into marketing launch secrets the second time around. You and I had a conversation you wanted to just serve the community and I love you for that. Thank you so much. You came in and you actually came in as a design coach, you shared with us a ton load of Canva hacks, which have been brilliant. Um, so there was there was training, it was a complete value add for that. And within that time, we also increased our coaching relationship. And then you upped again, we went through your entire pricing model, we, sh- we shifted that. And a part of that, then I started seeing a complete shift in your mindset around yourself and what you had to offer. And you actually came out with one of your very first kind of do it yourself kind of products. You want to tell us a bit about that?
1: Oh yeah. So I created um, a product. It's my like a kind of do it yourself. It's called box and branded. And I'm, I'm so excited about it. It's, it's my little baby. And what it is is, is social media templates, everything that you need to bring your business already done for you. So it's your, Facebook covers, your, if you have an ebook, your ebook templates, your workbooks, everything that you need to make sure that your business is cohesive along all your platforms and all your channels. And it's so easy. It's just so easy. So it's not like going in Canva or going to all these people that are having these templates. They were like, oh, 400 templates. But they're 400 templates spread amongst so many different looks. So then when you put on your page, you still don't have any cohesiveness. And I was like, people don't like that. I don't like that. People want cohesiveness because you want to you want to have a brand message. You want to have a brand image, and creating that brand image is all about cohesiveness and, and consistency. So that's when we decided, hey, we're going to come up with Box and brand it, and we want to make it to where people can can go in there, it's fully edible in Canva, and just knock it out.
0: Yeah. So it is kind of editable Canva templates which have what you call the persona because you believe that there is psychology behind branding and design and imagery. Um how did you come to this conclusion? I know you say you did a green psychology. Is there really a psychology behind branding and design?
1: Yeah, so when you really and it goes back to understanding who your target audience is so when you really know what your target audience is then you actually start realizing what they want to see so when you have a per if your target audience is someone who's really creative who has like high energy who who likes the 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 full view of things they want to see the full view in design as well so they want to see the imagery they want to see, they want the show they don't want real simple things. They want an experience when they look at your stuff. So when you so when you put it, your design into that, you're like, okay, if I create a experience for these people, when they look at it, they're going to be like, oh my gosh, how did they know this is what I wanted to see? So then now when they go through your stuff, because a lot of people who are creatives, they're also emotional buyers, they'll be like, oh, I'm in. Automatically. So, 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 if, you,
0: so if you were to... You know, break down the personas. There are some people who are emotional buyers. It sounds like,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: it, it, what other kind of buyers are there?
1: Oh, so then we have like our logic buyers. So for our logic buyers, those are when we kind of bring in, like we have a persona set called Clean Lines, and that's where is it's no. I call it the No Frills. Um, it's very, it's very systematic. Not a lot of fluff, but nice enough that it's crisp, that it's going to be able to target you to exactly the, the where you want them to see. Here's the quote. Here's a little bit of design so you can see it to kind of pop on you. But we want you to actually understand the core message of what we're serving.
0: Okay. Okay. So we have emotional buyers and we have logical buyers. And then you have design styles or personas within all of those. And that's what you actually are selling to to, to your clients. So Boxman Brand is a do-it-yourself Um, product. So we can go, I'll make sure that the link for Boxed and Branded is on the inside of here. So we can go, we get that, we apply it and we utilize it for our own brands, right?
1: Exactly. And then you have cohesiveness among everything.
0: Yeah. And especially in this day and age, Carrie, I think it's very important for us to have a clear brand identity. I do advocate you You can keep it simple. I have worked so far um, within the ClickFunnels space and just on this part of my journey. And even though before I got to this place, I was really big on paying people tons of money to cre- create websites because I thought that's what it was. But you can have a website that isn't generating you any money. So. I created a brand new approach for myself, which is let's focus on revenue generating activities and campaigns, and then we can do the the fluff and the frills. So, I actually have a training which is called um, unlockyourbrandnow.com. If you go to unlockyourbrandnow.com, you'll see essentially what I share there is you can make five figures without a website, without tech skills, without any of those things. But I believe that as a brand grows and evolves, and you choose your focus and you want this positioning and differentiation in the market, having something that you uniquely speaks to your target audience is so important. So can you help us if you were to say to us, hey, here are a few top things that you think we should have that are connected to our design and to our brand message. What maybe are the top three things you would recommend that we do?
1: Um so the top three things that I would definitely say do is I would definitely have some type of it doesn't have to be a logo, but it needs to be some type of symbol or emblem that is consistent amongst your brand. So if it's, um, so for me, one of the things that we have is we have this really cool um, head, and it has like a brain. It's like an artistic, creative brain, um, because we try to, with us, psychology and design match together. So we try to have that on a lot of our stuff to kind of create that message of, hey, when you see this, you know, um, it's what we're doing. And... I would say the next thing is just making sure that whatever your brand message is, that you look at that and you try to make sure that it flows through your design. So if your brand message is about self-help or self-love, make sure that that softness of that self-love is floating through your design. So if it's self-love, it needs to be more softer patterns or softer strokes. If yours is, hey, um, get your life together now, or this is gonna happen. It needs to be more bold statements, things like that, because that's gonna be that's gonna be able to kind of go through that design. You can't have like a, a soft, very light text text where you're saying, hey, if you don't do this now, you, this is gonna happen because they're not gonna it's not gonna it's not gonna deliver it correctly. But if you have a bold bold font, things like that, it's gonna give that better deliverable. So it's just saying all about having that brand message kind of flowing through your design as well. And then the last thing I would say is try to create some um, cohesive cohesiveness and consistency with the colors that you're using make sure that if you create a design color that you try to stay consistent with it because if you're going to different channels they want to kind of understand oh hey i remember okay this this is there this is theirs instead of you having blue orange on one page and then red and black on another it's going to throw people off so try to create that consistency with colors so those are some three simple things that you can do
0: Thank you so much. So we want to have a symbol or some kind of iconography that's connected to us. We want to have a brand message and the brand message will be translated through design so that when people see, um, see what we have or see what's out there, it connects very much to who we are, you know, at the heart of us. And also to be cohesive with brand colors, because colors are powerful. Colors actually, they actually communicate. In fact, on if we're talking about frequency and on a vibrational level, each color has its own vibration that it translates. And therefore, there is energy that people connect to it when they see particular colors. All right, Carrie, tell us a little bit just about personal development and you, because i I really have seen you grow exponentially. One of your dreams was to have an event and you had your very first event this year, which you know I, I want to share with with all of the women and everyone who listens that you don't have to have a thousand people come to your event for it to be profitable or for you to gain new clients. So if you would just share a little bit about that. First off, what it meant for you to have your event and what that has been, you know, how that's connected to your personal development journey. Because I I think that's important because sometimes we think events have to be Hoorah! Um, and I think you did yours in a very smart way. So if you could share that with us and then just also show us how having an event can grow your brand.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, so what I decided to do is I, I kept saying, I want to do an event. I told Samantha, Samantha, I want to do an event. I don't know what the event's going to be, but I want it to be something. And I decided to, I was. I knew I wanted to create a planner. It was one of like my type of ideas. I was like, I want to do a planner. So I decided to have an event as the launch of the planner. Mm-hmm. And I wanted the planner to be super sexy, super cool, and really make people be like, Oh my gosh, who designed this? This is so pretty. Yeah. And I was like, I wanted to kind of pull out all the stops, So I invited about it was about fifteen women who are all in the um who are all entrepreneurs or in corporate trying to move out to be entrepreneurs.
0: Aka and- your ideal client. <laughs> <laughs>
1: my ideal is perfect my exactly my ideal client and it was perfect they they really enjoyed it I try. I actually had Samantha as my guest speaker at the event so it was it was very it was really beautiful and I actually I got two clients out the deal which actually covered all the costs that we even had out of it so it was Mm -hmm. it was really cool I,
0: I, I I congratulate you for that because you put yourself out there and did that.
1: Yeah, it was it was amazing. It, was, I'm excited. We're actually going to be doing four um, four events a year. We were going to do one in April, but because of the yeah. outbreak, <laughs> we yeah. might have to push it back. But we are doing four boss events. Um, boss building one spectacular successes.
0: Yeah. So it, thank you so much, Carrie, for inviting me to come there. But also, I think I just want to say thank you again for putting yourself out there. Um, you. Oh, excuse me! Your wow, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you um, made a decision. You made a concerted decision that you were going to put yourself out. You you literally just turned thirty. Hope you don't mind. Um, you you you're you're a younger woman, right? You just turned yes. you just turned thirty.
1: I'm 30 now. <laughs> oh,
0: and you have made several strides in your life and made several shifts and changes. With all of the changes that are happening um, on the global landscape, you have already come into the online world. But what about the women who want to come into the online world? They're not sure how. They're not sure what to do. You know? Do you have any recommendations for them?
1: I would definitely say... Follow your heart, because a lot of times, me especially, I'm an overthinker. I always say it's cool to be over, it's cool to overanalyze things, but it's not. It's not cool. It's not cool at all. (laughs) When you're young, you're like, oh yeah, I overanalyze. Like, this is a good thing. I I think things through, but no, it's not. Like, follow your heart. Like, if you know that there's something that's pushing you to want to help or serve somebody, do it. And if you do it little by little, like you don't have to just jump out there and say, okay, I'm about to quit my job and I'm out. You can just do little by little, like do start on the weekends or start when you get off of work. Cause that's what I was doing. Like I would literally get up at four o'clock in the morning, be on the phone with Samantha, work into nine, like 9am, get ready, go to work, get off, call Sam, be like, Hey Sam, are you available? (laughs) Jump Jump on a call with her, read, implement stuff in the business and just literally every day. And that's what I was doing because I knew I had a goal and I, knew I saw, I saw that I was at like, I was at a corner and I knew if I kept pushing I think I could go past that corner and I would be where I wanted to be. So that was my thing. I was like, I just need to get past the corner. If I can get past the corner, I can, I can do it. So,
0: I think the wonderful part about your story too, Carrie, is that you went through a huge transition just a few weeks ago. And if you hadn't gone past the corner and if you hadn't made, you know, if you hadn't started making the inroads and going into the online space, maybe things would have been differently. Do you want to share that story?
1: Um, so it was so crazy. So crazy. So, um, FHL was, when did we get out of FHL? The 29th? 30th? Yeah,
0: it was the the end of the end of January.
1: It was like the end of January. So I got like I took PTO that week from work. And Monday, I was working from home. I was like, Oh, I'll do my schedule on Monday because we had a big meeting. Because Subway has, like, a, had a new CEO and things like that. So they were saying that we will be changing the stru- – the st- like, how we were going to be doing stuff. So we're going to have a big meeting to kind of go over what our our business will be like for the rest of the year. So I'm like, me – I like, I'm weird. I love meetings. So I'm, like, super excited. I'm like, oh, man, we get to learn what the the new year is going to spread out for us, what it's going to look like. I was like, I wonder if – I heard that they are going to do, like – Um, third party stuff so I'm like super excited so like I dress up and get ready for the meeting Have my heels on I get to the meeting like I'm seeing everybody saying hey and um my boss he comes up to me and about seven other people he's like hey we're gonna do two meetings today and I was like okay so you know I go in there and um I'm like I'm like probably one of the happiest people at work so I go in there like hey guys and everybody's just like I'm like, why is everybody sad? So like, um, our, not our territory. He's like, big territory. Like he's over like all the company territories. Our company territory manager was there, so I sit next to him. So I'm like, oh hey Andy, he's on the phone. Hey Andy. But then when I look over, I see on his on his computer it was like, read to separation um, employees, and I'm like, separation employees, is it me. Be me, like, he they just sent me like to a training like less than a, a month ago because they wanted me to become a certified trainer, so like, not me, like, the people in there should be the one that would get separated, not me. Like, I work, like, I do all this stuff. So, I'm like, well, it, I was like, he's probably just telling us like in our prepare like, I'm trying to like put myself in the mold, and then he like reads us saying that we're they're changing direction and they're reducing the uh reducing the staff and the hr woman comes on and she's pretty much says her spiel and she's like any questions and i'm like did this just happen did i literally just get fired like three days after fhl oh my gosh and i didn't cry at first like i was like i was hurt like i was i was asked i was like well why like you literally just took me to training like you literally we went I went to Indiana for like a whole week in training. Like, why did you do that if you knew it? And he was like, Well, you know, we decided to not do that position anymore. And I was like, Okay, but why me? Like anybody else but me. Like I, I do everything for you guys. I do newsletters, I do graphics and I help you all with Facebook ads. Like I do all this stuff for you guys, like me. Um, and they were just saying they were like, Carrie, like you'll be fine, like we trust that you'll be okay. Like let us know if you need anything. And I was just like Okay, so I called my husband and I was just, I told him what happened and he's just like, "Oh my gosh, babe, it's gonna be okay." And then like I start crying and then I was like, I need to call Samantha. <laughs> I was like, Let me call Samantha. So I was like, Babe, let me call you mm-hmm. back. And I mm-hmm. called Samantha and the first thing she said was, "Well, Carrie, this is a good thing." And I was like, I Don't want to hear this right. Now. <laughs> don't want to hear this right. Now. <laughs> Don't hear this right now. <laughs> oh my! God. I, was like, I don't want to hear this. Like this is not what I want to hear right now. Like this is not a good thing. Like what am I gonna do? I don't like. I like steady money coming in every week. Like this is this is like my whole life is ruined. Like what am, what am I now? Um, and I went home. Like I had a pity party. Like, I needed it. I needed a pity party. I had a pity party for, like, a day and a half. And, like, Samantha Maybe Conley. Three said, days. <laughs> Maybe three days. Maybe three days. <laughs> Maybe three days. And Samantha me, says, she was like, are you done? And I was like, "Um, I guess. She was like, well, call the people you met at FHL and get to work. And then that same day, like, I secured, like, I had a client pay me, pay me that day. And I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> and then like a week later, like we got another client and then like, we just kept getting other clients. And then we, um, we secured like one of our highest clients to date Exactly. and, and I was like, Oh my gosh, like this is crazy. This is, this is a little scary. <laughs> oh my
0: God. And listen, Carrie, I've seen it happen so many times that when, when we get comfortable, God literally has to push us out using every universal force out there, whether that's a job, whether that's a boss, whether that's sickness, that these things are used literally to push us out of our comfort zones so that we can grow up and be the best version of ourselves. And I know that You know, you felt the fear, but you also stood and did what was required. You not only have signed your largest client to date and have a growing client base, you keep challenging yourself. You are now within a whole new community of entrepreneurs, right? You're expanding your personal development and your coaching. I mean, it happens, but there is no way. I could not have told you two months ago that that's what was going to happen. It's like, we just have to step out. We just have to do it. And then make the next step and make the next step and make the next step. And I'm so proud of you that you just keep stepping.
1: Yeah. And um, it was so funny. So at FHL. So me, it's funny. Me and Samantha, we went to FHL together, but I never saw her. <laughs> <laughs> I never. I saw her like in the morning, in the morning, like when we were getting ready. And they like, like, oh, I didn't saying that. Yeah. Uh, so like she, we, she had met people. I had met people. And there was this one guy there. His name is Justin Stevens. And, like, we were talking about my business, and he was like, yeah, he was like, so you need to raise your price, and you need to quit your job. And I was like, I don't know what's wrong with you. I'm going to hang out where I'm at. I might raise my price. He was like, raise your price, quit your job. So, like, after it happened, I was like, so I didn't quit. It quit me, and I raised my price, and they said yes. He was like, then you need to raise your price again. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah. Yeah.
0: So, and and this, is, this, is the way that, this is the way that it goes. This is the way that it, we get challenged. I wish that I could say, oh my God, it, it's easier or oh my God, um, it gets easy. I think we just keep getting prepared. We make the steps, we keep getting prepared and we become better versions of ourselves. So I want to thank you, Carrie, for being coachable. You know, I always say there are three things that I look for in a coaching client. All ultimately a mentorship relationship, and we're friends and sisters. Also, you know, I think we have such a great relationship. And I thank you so much for reaching out to me the way that you did. But there are three things, three things that I look for, and one of them is to be coachable and teachable. A lot of people say that they are, but ultimately they want to do things their own way. You take in the information, you listen, and you apply it, even if it's hard for you. You do. I also want to make sure that the person is a decision maker, and you have. Have taken decisions, you go. Sometimes you're a little bit nervous, but you still go in a firm way. And the other big thing is that you play full out. It's important to me to have people in my space who play full out, who are willing to give it their all. Because only when you give it your all can you get 100% of the benefits. And you do that. So thank you, thank you so much for doing that work. I mean, I'm I'm just so happy and so honored, and I'm really excited about some of the projects we're working on now because there's new sexy stuff that's about to come out. In fact. If you want to see some of Carrie's work, um, go to the Marketing Launch Secrets uh, website, the Marketing Launch Radio. The marketing launch secrets one too, but you, I'll I'll actually put the marketing, the marketing launch radio uh, page inside of here, our blog page where you get all the information for the page. You will see that. So that's going to be in the show notes. You can click on that link and you'll see some of Carrie's work. And you'll also get to see some of the cool stuff that I'm doing here with this podcast because the podcast means the world to me. Carrie, you are one of the most special people in my life. You know, thank you so very much just for everything, for showing up and for being yourself. And thank you for being. On Marketing Watch Radio.
1: Thank you so much. You mean the world to me. Like, you, like, I will say, like, I, like, I probably could have did okay by myself, but meeting you really was, like, the, was really what helped me. Like, I was, like, I'll tell anybody, like, I'll tell my husband, he'll be like, like, you mean Samantha? Like, he'll always say, he was like, you mean Samantha was the best thing to ever happen to you. He was like, he was like, the day you met Samantha, I saw a complete difference in you. He was like, the way you talk about stuff, the way you do stuff is completely different. Because he was like, before he was like, you were kind of all over the place. You had all these great ideas, but you didn't have like the plans. He was like, but the day you met Samantha, he was like, you were, you, you did it. And I was, he was like, I was like, it's Samantha. It's, it's my Sam. So. Just, just, just,
0: just be a husband. A hug for me. I love that. I just love that. I love that. I love that. Oh my God. This is a family affair. This is a family affair. Literally me. Oh. Okay, guys, this is real life. My goddaughter just came to the window to come surprise me. So the person who just came saying peekaboo, yeah, that was Raina. Listen, Carrie, I'm going to say goodbye. and I'm going to play peekaboo with my goddaughter. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. Thank you so much for being here. Bye. Bye. If you're listening to this, then you're probably in one of two scenarios. Either you're a woman with a great talent who's ready to launch your personal brand, but isn't quite sure how to take the next step. Or you're running your own business. You've got some marketing happening, ads going, and content. Maybe you've even got an agency, but things aren't clicking just right. And you're trying to tie all the pieces together. Well, if you want my help or just want to get an idea of what it's like to work with me, then just go to Unlock Your Brand. BrandNow.com. Mm-hmm. I believe in simplifying marketing and uh, making it a process that's very, very easy. But I'm also on a mission to help every woman that I can launch her personal brand or her business brand in 21 days or less. So go to unlockyourbrandnow.com and go check it out.